I just remember Steve and I diving into how we hoped our family could look now. And it wasn't based on what we thought our life should look like. It wasn't based on what everybody else told us our life should look like. It wasn't based on what a typical divorce should look like. It wasn't based on anything except what we valued. Steve and I valued for our family. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband in Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex love, marriage, ex marriage, divorce, ex divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband in Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. Hey, my friend, welcome back. Happy New Year. I can't believe it is already 2023. I literally feel like it is still 2019, but here we are four years later, 2023, and it's going to be an awesome year. I want to give you a heads up about something I have happening in the next couple months. I am going to be opening up a new program that is for trusting your gut after betrayal. It's specifically about figuring out the what now after betrayal. So if you have been through something hard in your relationship in any way, shape, or form that has felt like betrayal, then this is for you. We are going to get ourselves out of that low, heavy, emotional weight that we carry that happens after betrayal, and then we are going to help you figure out the what now, which gets me so excited. This is what we do in my Unicorn Coaching Group, the group for women who have had a partner come out. You can still get a seat for that if you are wanting to dive into that. That describes your situation. But now we are changing it and gearing it towards you who have been through betrayal. So many of you have reached out saying, hey, I'm feeling these same things that you talk about in regards to having a partner come out, except it's in a relationship with a straight spouse and I need help. I need support. Do you have anything? This is for you. It's officially going to be launching at the end of February, but right now to get a little bit of support right now, you can go pick up my free guide to trusting your gut. And you can get that at theboldlogic.com forward slash free workbook. Now, what this is going to give you, it's going to give you some insight into my story, which many of you already know. It is also going to give you tips and insights on how to trust your gut again after betrayal, which then leads you to the what now. We have to reestablish that trust with ourselves. We don't necessarily have to trust our partner or anybody else in our lives. We have to be able to trust yourself And when we get into this new program that I have coming out, I'm going to explain that even more and we are going to dive even deeper. But for now, if you are wanting support, if you are like, it's this new year, I'm going to deal with these issues in my relationship, I'm going to figure out what it is I really want, this is the perfect place to start. Again, it is a free guide that you can get to start now towards trusting your gut and it will also get your email ready, (laughs) email on my list, that's what I'm trying to say, so that you will be first to know when this program opens up. I'll be hosting a free workshop at the end of February, and then there will be a program that opens up shortly after that for you, specifically designed for you in the things I keep hearing over and over again from the women who are listening in our audience. So I hope that you have a fabulous new year. I hope that the holidays went as well as they can. I know that if you are in this situation, that there's probably a lot of heaviness around it. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit on today's episode. But right now, if you're wanting more, go pick up the free guide. It'll get you two things. It'll get you the free workbook. And then it will also get you on the list to be the first to know when things start happening with this new program that I'm launching. Sending you all the love. I hope you enjoy today's episode. 
Okay, my friend, welcome to this week's episode of the Husband Law Podcast. (laughs) It has been a crazy month and a crazy few weeks and a lot of sickness going around in our family. And so today you are getting the one, the only, just me. (laughs) Um, It will be a shorter episode, but I wanted to tell you a little bit about our Christmas. And I want to preface this by stating the fact that I'm going to tell you how awesome our Christmas was. Um, Not that it didn't have its ups and downs and its hangups and changing the plans and all those things, but the day of Christmas itself and Christmas Eve, like those were awesome. And as I tell you this, I want you to understand that I am not telling you this to be like, hey, look at us. Hey, look at how awesome we're doing. I want you to understand what is possible for you in your life, what you can create in your life. That is the only reason we share our stories is to get you thinking about how your life could be or how it could be different. Yeah, it probably isn't going to look how you think it should or how it shouldn't or whatever. Like we can shoot on ourselves all day like I've talked about, but I want you to start forming an idea of how it can be now. I want to help you figure out the what now after betrayal, after a partner comes out, whatever hard thing it is that you're going through because life is not looking how you thought it would. I want to help you figure out what it is your life can look like now. Now, Like I said, our Christmas was exactly how I had imagined it being 11 years ago when Steve and I got divorced. And when Steve and I got divorced, you may have heard some of this before, we were trying to decide what the heck to do, how this looks. It wasn't what we wanted. It wasn't how our life should look. It wasn't what we had planned or what we had hoped for. And yet here we were. Steve had come out as gay. He had had an affair. We were dealing with all of those things. And we were just in this really thick heaviness of carrying the load that our lives weren't going to be what we had hoped they would. They weren't going to look the way we thought they were going to look. And it felt out of our control and it felt so overwhelming and it just was so heavy to carry. And I remember just going through all of these different resources and trying to figure out what to do and rehashing people's divorces that I knew of as a child and that I saw growing up and the the darkness that came with that. And I just knew one thing is that that isn't what I wanted. I wanted a life filled with love. That was ultimately my value. And while I thought that that value was going to be fulfilled by showing up in this perfect family, you know, I'm not going to say perfect family, but in this family that I thought we were going to have our nuclear family, that that was going to be the way that I filled my life with happiness and with love. And I realized at some point that that isn't how my life was going to be filled with happiness and with love, but that there were other options and ways to still live into that value of happiness and joy and love in my life without it looking the way I thought it was going to or without it looking like it should look. And I came to this realization while Steve and I were staying in a hotel room post-divorce, and that's a whole nother story, but we were in the midst of some hard things and Steve and Penny were taking a nap. Penny was just two. She's 13 now. And I remember just being so overwhelmed and worried about what this would look like for my daughter. And it was shortly before the holiday season. We we actually weren't officially divorced. We were just in the process of getting divorced. And I just thought, what is going on? And what is my fear here? I really dove into what my fears around divorce were. And ultimately what it was is that I didn't want my daughter to not be raised with parents that didn't love each other. And right then when I could identify that fear, I realized okay, I don't want her to be 
raised by parents who don't love each other, we can still love each other. We just need to figure out a way to love each other differently. There is still a way that we can lean into this, that we can find happiness and joy, that we can still have this value in our lives for our daughter and for ourselves without having the family that we thought we were going to have, without it being as we thought it should look. And so over the next, um, this was actually towards the beginning of November, and then over the next like few weeks, six weeks leading up to Christmas, Steve and I really kind of dove into what we hoped our family could look like. And Christmas Day, I was down in Utah spending Christmas with my my brother and his family, and well, Penny and I both were. And the plan was to pick up Steve from the airport that day. He was flying in from Oklahoma and to drive him up to his family's house in Idaho Falls and spend the week or a few days with his family. And then we were coming to Boise and spending some time together. Um, And then also just some time for Penny and Steve to spend together as well. And that is exactly what happened. Steve, I, I went to the airport and picked him up in Salt Lake on Christmas Day and we drove up to see his family. And on that drive, I just remember Steve and I diving into how we hoped our family could look now and how we hoped that we could show up for each other. And it wasn't based on what we thought our life should look like. It wasn't based on what everybody else told us our life should look like. It wasn't based on what a typical divorce should look like. It wasn't based on anything except what we valued. Steve and I valued for our family. And we really dove into that. And the things that it came down to it, to it for us is that we wanted to be able to create an environment for Penny that we could be together. And one of those things that we really focused on is that we hoped that someday we would be able to each have a partner that could be okay with us being friends and getting along and spending holidays together. We really just really hoped that we could have, like I said, partners that were secure enough for that and that we, you know, go on trips together and and take family pictures together. And we've fought for that over the years. Both of us really sought out partners that would be strong enough and, and okay with this situation. And as we sat there on Christmas Day, <laughs> Christmas Day, Steve and Jalen came over for breakfast. They opened presents with us. Matt and I and all of our kids were home. My parents came over and uh, we had spent Christmas Eve with Matt's family and we were going over to spend the rest of the day with them after presents. But I just sat there in the, I mean, we spent like four or five hours together just hanging out like you do on Christmas and being chill and and enjoying each other's companies, company and all of those things. And I just was overcome with this thought of we did it we're here. Like this is the vision we had for our lives. And while it hasn't happened, you know, one year after the time we thought it would, or like as soon as we thought it would, whatever, we are here. We both know, we both aren't under any misconception that things will change and they, um, well, they could change and they probably will change and we'll have our ups and downs and we'll have our hard times. But we have this base value of what it is we want, and we have been living into that value. And it has gotten us to places that we really hoped we could be, and that we really have put a lot of intention into living into that life. Now, I just mentioned the word intention, which (laughs) sends me off on kind of another tangent of things, is that you get to 
just like I've talked about with this, with finding our value, what it was Steve and I valued was really at the base of what we decided how we wanted our lives to look. And knowing that it probably wasn't going to look exactly like we thought it would look, but that if we kept this value in mind, then we could live in, live with intention into that value. I've kind of thrown out um, setting New Year's resolutions or goals. Like, yes, I have some goals. I have some, like, some benchmarks of things that I hope to accomplish in my life and things that I hope to do. But most of them are based on a value that even if it doesn't happen the exact way that I envision it happening, I can still live into this value with intention. So once you understand what it is you value, then you get to live with intention every day into this goal or this aspiration or this hope for your life. Steve and I were very clear about what that hope was. Like it was pretty detailed of what we hoped that to look like. We hoped that we could sit down with our new families in one room and spend a holiday together like we did Christmas Day. That we could sit there for hours and just enjoy each other's company and everybody feel relaxed and have fun. And that is what we are able to do on Christmas Day. And I'm not saying that we haven't done this in the past, but it really is the first time that we've had like Steve with his partner and me with my partner and our kids and everybody together for like a solid amount of time um, that we just hung out. And that it felt like this was something that was going to be lasting on everybody's like everybody's end of things, that this is something that will continue forward in the future, not just, hey, this is a boyfriend that's going to be around for a hot minute, but it feels like a real, a real long lasting thing. That being said, we know things change. <laughs> I always say that. You never know what's going to change. But for now, this is what feels so good and so right. And we will pivot and we will churn and we will do whatever we need to, to continue to live into the intention. It's not that we have to have something looking a certain way. It's not that everything has to be perfect. It's that we are living towards this thing that we want based on the values that we have. We are intentionally living towards the values that we have. So if you are in the thick of the emotional heaviness and you are just so overwhelmed by the fact that your life is not as it should look, that it does not feel, it doesn't look, it doesn't, it doesn't live into what you were hoping, I want you to understand the importance of first and foremost acknowledging that and mourning that. And acknowledging that mourning, like moments of mourning are going to come up over and over again throughout your life. It's just part of the process when a, when a relationship is changes or when it doesn't show up as we thought it would, or it looks different than we thought it would, then there are moments that we mourn. I have had the hardest time ever saying that I've been through betrayal because it doesn't look how most people have been through betrayal or that I've been through trauma because it doesn't look how most people have been through trauma. Like it's not a typical way of looking through it. And I've always compared it to other people's trauma or betrayal. Well, theirs is so much worse and theirs is so much harder, but it doesn't matter. It's still hard. It's still heavy. And you might be in the thick of that, or you might've been going through that, you know, even a year or two years ago, like there's no timeline for this. You may still be carrying it from 10, 20, 30 years ago of trauma or betrayal that feels hard and heavy and that you are still mourning every year, whether it's like a certain anniversary or a token moment or whatever, the discovery day when you found out what was really going on in your relationship or with your family or whatever, like there's so many ways that discovery days happen. I want you to acknowledge 
that you have been through those hard things and that you are carrying something heavy, whether it's recent or long ago, that you have this still and that it's still hard. If you are still feeling that, I invite you to please go pick up the guide that I talked about at the beginning of this. Go pick it up so that you can start, number one, healing and trusting your gut again and figuring out the what now. I want you to be able to identify the values in your life and live into them with intention. Live into them to the point that you can create a vision for your future. Often when you're in the midst of betrayal, it feels hard. It feels hard, so hard to embrace what the future might look like because we are so hung up on what we have lost. It feels so hard to even imagine anything different because this is what we have always wanted and what we always thought we would have. Now, I am inviting you to embrace that, to understand that, to feel that, to feel that fully. Go cry. Cry a lot. It's important. And then I'm inviting you to let it go, to embrace what can be for you now, to figure out what it is you value and move forward into those values. My friend, this is going to be an awesome year. It's going to be a year of healing. It's going to be a year of gaining clarity and peace and joy. Even if those are just moments of joy scattered throughout carrying the heavy and doing the everyday things, like you are going to find more and more of it as you go throughout this year. And I want to take you by the hand and figure out what now looks like for you. Please go pick up the free guide. I would love to have you join. If you are looking for unicorn coaching right now, Let me know and we can get that figured out for you as well. I hope you have a fabulous week, a fabulous year, a fabulous month, a fabulous day, whatever it is that you need right now. Find a moment of joy and peace for yourself and let's continue forward together. Take care and we'll be back next week. Hey friend, real quick before we go, I wanted to tell you and remind you that I do still have a couple of spots open for unicorn coaching. Now, unicorn coaching is for those who have specifically had a partner come out. When you sign up right now, what you get is group coaching every week. So, well, for four weeks every month. So if there's a fifth week, we ditch that one. But you get four weeks of coaching every month. And then you get follow-up and support in between each of those coaching calls. If you can't make it to one of the calls, it is recorded so that you can see what you missed and feel seen and heard. I just heard from one of the ladies in my coaching group and She had joined and she couldn't make the first two or three calls. And she reached out to me and she's like, Jessica, I can't believe how seen and supported and healing it has just to watch the recordings of these calls. She's like, I had no idea how much I needed to find a group of women who had been through the same thing I had been through. If you are feeling heavy, if you are feeling unseen, if you are feeling like you just need a little support, please reach out to me and join the Unicorn Herd. There is a link in the show notes to be able to join that. There are just a few spots left. And I hope that you will start this new year off by taking advantage of this program and getting to be a part of that. Again, also, (laughs) a side note, if you are looking for general betrayal or support in going through something hard in your relationship, then go get my free guide that I have available now called Trusting Your Gut. That's not actually what it's called. That's the shortened version of it. It's going to help you trust your gut again to understand what it is you need moving forward. I'm sending you all of the love. Let's do this work together. You don't have to do it alone. This group is going to change your life and I hope that you will join us. Take care. See you next week.